Hi there and hope you had a nice weekend. We are gonna look at an analogy that I found really, really, really amazing. And uh, I hope you'll I hope you'll like it and I hope you'll see the value of sort of like, you know, cross-pollination, you know, taking teachings from another ecosystem and you know, mix it with ours or like you know, contextualize it to what we teach here. Uh, oftentimes I think it's when we hear something in a different way, in a new way, that things can really click. So uh, this is, you know, why I wanted to share uh, the pea brain analogy here. That I want to first of all thank Lily say uh, Lily Sice for sharing with us uh, slash with me. I, I was on a call with Lily. By the way, Lily is an anxiety coach, has a big uh, following on TikTok and Instagram, and she says something about like pea brain, and I didn't understand it immediately. But after the call, I was like. Oh, Lily, I think I understand it now. And I, you know, shared how I saw it with her. And she's like, you know, she said, yeah, I think you got it. Um, I, I don't remember exactly if she sort of completely approved with the way I was using it, but I, I think it made sense. And so I, I wrote an e a newsletter about this uh, pea brain analogy. And uh, actually, by the way, just quick, quickly here, we'll get into the teaching in a second. But as soon as I sent out the newsletter Friday, I got you know a copy myself and it just the title was just like pea brain and I was like oh my gosh I hope I didn't like insult you know <laughs> all of the people getting the the newsletter thinking that you know I was like hey pea brain of course it wasn't like that it was just like I just named it that because it doesn't name the analogy but it was a comic moment I was like oh my gosh what did I do but uh, anyways that happened I hope nobody was insulted by getting a, an email saying pea brain of course that was just the name of the analogy. And now I, I sent a copy of it to Lily herself, thanking her for it. And she said, oh, she, she said, oh, this was so, so nicely written. So that's very nice to hear, of course. But she said um, also, uh, she said credit goes to Christine uh, Heath from the Psychology Has It Backwards podcast. So I want to mention Christine also uh, and thank her as well for the pea brain analogy. And um, now I have to re reach out to Christine also, see if she wants to be a guest there and share her wisdom with us. But anyway, that was the backstory of this analogy. Now let's get into it. Um, and I want to start here. We can sort of divide the brain or how we think about the brain into two parts, if we will. We can think of the brain ha as having like a conscious part and a subconscious part, uh, subconscious part. And, you know, I think, you know, this doesn't merit very much further, you know, uh, teaching, we all know, like, you know, the conscious part is like things like, you know, I can decide to lift this hand, you know, like this, or, you know, some things are under kind of our conscious control and some things are subconscious. There's stuff going on that we are not really aware of, right? And, you know, if we expand on this, we can think of the the, the body, the, you know, the entire entirety of us as having logic and wisdom. And uh, what I mean by logic and wisdom, well, basically logic is you know, is something that is seated in, in the brain, you know, uh, logically figure out things and, and wisdom is, is broader than that. So we can think of logic, if we think, of, again, we think of the brain and the body like a human being as having logic. Well, logic is something that is consciously figure outable and it sort of resides in the brain, if you will. That's logic. And then we also have what uh, Lily and I think uh, others in her community, which is the 3P community, three principles community called wisdom. And wisdom, uh, when it comes to, you know, in this context is, uh, you know, um, is centered around things that are not consciously figureoutable, things that we just, you know, cannot logically figure out with our, with our brain, if we will. 
So with this little intro here, we're gonna, um, for the first time ever, gamify this video by by playing uh, Guess the Domain. So we're gonna play Guess the Domain here real quickly. And I'm gonna give you two um, examples and I'm gonna ask you to guess to which domain this task belongs to, uh, whether this is in the purview of logic or the purview of wisdom. So the first one is this, figuring out how to open a can of Japanese tomatoes, or maybe I should say a Japanese can of tomato, a Japanese tomato can, something like that. But just imagining that you're familiar with a certain can of tomatoes and how to open it, but you're in this exotic place. Uh, so I just picked Japan and we, we're going to zoom that the, the cans look different. They're a little different. So what are we going to use to, to, to open these cans? Is it going to be logic or wisdom? If you said logic, that was the correct answer here. We can we can look at a can of tomatoes and just deduce about, hmm, thinking, pondering. Oh, yeah, I think I figure out how to do this, right? That is logic. How about this one? Growing a baby inside a mother's womb. Making sure that the baby has, you know, two arms, two legs, a nose, a liver, you know, and making sure all those little organs uh, are, are working correctly. Uh, is this in the purview of logic or wisdom? Well, if you said wisdom, that is correct. There's just no way we can control this or, or really understand this and do this, you know, logically. This is this is beyond that. This is this in the this is in the purview of wisdom. Now. Now we're going to ask ourselves another question, which is what happens if we try to deploy logic uh, for a task that is outside of its purview? And so the way I, uh, uh, you know, answer this question is actually by another analogy, an analogy with an analogy, if you will. And it is by imagining a child, imagining like, I don't know, a 10-year-old child to create a solar system with like a sun and eight planets and uh, things of that nature. How is that child going to react? Well, there, there can be a range of reactions and we could have, for example, comic disbelief and we can have like significant inner struggle. You know, comic disbelief would be when the child goes like, just thinks that this is a joke. Like, how am I going to be able to do that? And just like thinks, you know, you're, 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 you know, just playing with her. But if for some reason we, we asked this in a very serious uh, way, we said like, please do this. And there was some pressure behind it. And the child really thought, oh my gosh, they really wanted me to do this. They expect me to do this. That could be really, really anxiety provoking for this little child, right? Because there's they, they have no clue how, clue how to do that, you know? And so with this in mind, um, let us actually contextualize this for for our community, for what we talk about here, which is insomnia and the struggles with sleep, of course. And I was toying around with the idea of like introducing another, like guess the purview here or guess the domain here. But I, will, I said, let me just actually cut to kind of the, the real insight here or the real teaching point here, which is that sleep, of course, falls into the purview of wisdom. There is no way any human being can control sleep logically or make sure you know sleep happens. Or this is not a task for which the logic part of the brain is designed. And the same thing, uh, you know, not only how sleep, you know, generally speaking, but falling asleep when we wake up, staying asleep, that all belongs to, to wisdom. So does 
thoughts, you know, producing thoughts and producing emotions, sensations. And the subconscious domain is also like, this is all within wisdom. This is not, uh, no, no, not places where, where logic has control, where there's no, you know, this is outside of the purview of logic. And I think that is, you know, in a way for safety reasons, like imagine if we could consciously control, you know, the enzymes in our liver or the speed of digestion through our intestinal tracts and or, or, or the growth of our fingernails or falling in love and things like that. It would be just overwhelming the, 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 and, and confusing and frankly dangerous, you know, if, if, if those were within the, the logic purview. So I think it's for safety reasons that this is all already baked into kind of like the human, you know, body-mind complex, you know, to, to take care of this. It's already built in, like, you know. Now, here's the thing. Like, when we're in a struggle, of course, we, we want that struggle to end and we want to have a sense of control. So what we often do is this misassignment, if you will. We mis misassign logic. We task logic to regulate sleep. And for the reasons we have seen uh, above, this can lead to significant inner struggle. And um, I, I think lots of this is probably familiar to you if you followed the channel for a while, but I thought this analogy was, was a new take on it because, it, or, or I put it this way, what I see as new here is this, this picture of like this little child who's asked to create a solar system or something like that, which is like completely outside of its, of what a child can do, right? And it can be almost, it can be so clear that, oh my gosh, what we're asking here is just, you know, it, it's like saying, you know, asking somebody to willfully, you know, grow a baby in their wombs again. Like it's just, we, we, we cannot do that with our logic brain, with our pea brain. And, and we, we see this clearly. I think that can lead to so much relief, actually. It can be like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to task this like logic part of my brain with something that's completely outside of, of its, its purview. And of course I've struggled because of this, which is, you know, not an invitation to self-kindness. We all, we always do this. We all, we all deploy logic to things that are outside the scope of logic, but just seeing this can be so clearly. So misassigning logic to regular sleep can lead to significant inner struggle. But uh, I want to say that uh, something that actually falls within the purview of logic and is really helpful is education. You know, like this, you know, listening to this, learning, picking up a book, reading that, you know, education to me is, is, is logic. Like, you know, uh, we, we can, we can deploy our logic brain to learn something. Now, then again, like we can learn something and how this education like translates into change that on the other hand is kind of on the purview of wisdom again, you know, so, you know, logic has its limitation, but, uh, when we teach, when we task the the the, the pea brain, which is you know what uh, how Lily used this analogy, she, what it was she what I call logic here, she basically called pea brain, the little brain. Um, when we task our brain our brain with learning, for example, or things that is is within its purview, then it can reach the limits of logic, you know, and then it can let wisdom take it from there, you know. And I think oftentimes we we need that. We need to sort of understand what we're dealing with or what's you know the, the we need the fund educational foundation to then see aha now i see it clearly now i can let wisdom take over and lead me to where i want to be which is that place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind i hope this analogy was helpful on your path 
to where we all want to be. And if you're finding your way there, then please let us know. Write a comment or, you know, in some other way, share it with us. It would be really nice to, to hear that. Uh, on the other hand, if you find that things are, are not easy, you're, you're struggling, it's hard for you to see a path to where you want to be, you would like a little bit more support and education, uh, uh, you know, uh, presented to you in a, in a logical way on your, uh, you know, on your path to, to where you want to be, then head over to thesleepcrosschool.com. Check out our coaching options. And if you decide to join any of our programs, then we look forward to seeing you on the other side. That was it for today. Uh, again, let me know what you thought about this and look forward to having you here back soon. With that, uh, until then, I'll just say bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.